on today's Two Beers Deep. Uh, we'll cry about the Steelers. We'll cry about the Steelers. We'll talk about the Steelers' struggles. And the Steelers are 0-3, so we have to talk about that. Three, two, one, action. What's up, Jagoffs? Hello, Greg. Uh, hello, Derek. Welcome back to Two Beers Deep, presented by Thoughts on the Bench, with Deacon Greg. Mm-hmm. As you can tell from the prominently displayed logos up here as well. I don't know where the flag is. Yeah, we lost it. It's somewhere. It's hidden. I still feel like Jordan Boyd stole it. Well, his name's Justin. Oh, then it's Justin Boyd. Stole it somehow. But maybe his real name's Jordan, and we, we don't know. know. We don't know. The real Jordan Boyd. Yep. Can't I don't really know, trust he, he, he played it smart because I texted him just out of the blue. Said, "Hey man, do you steal the flag?" Can't trust someone with a fanny pack. He said, "Well, yeah." Mm. Said he didn't in the flag. He probably like stuffed it in there before he left. More probably than likely. stuffed it in his fanny pack. Mm. It's a hell of a fanny pack if it could fit that thing in there. Douche. <laughs> so fun weekend. This is this is the this this is absolutely the lowest time. Ever for Deke sports fandom. This is this is the lowest I've been, and it's probably not just the Steelers either. It no. could be a, it, it's a lot of things. I feel like so I haven't been happy with the Lakers for a long time. No, you have not. I think they finally have a team that is good, but we gave up a future that was really promising. Hey, whatever. Maybe we'll be good. Mm-hmm. It, it's just not the way that I would have done it, but guess what? That's why I'm here. Which the majority of that future I kind of blame on really, really crappy basketball sneakers, to be honest with you. What? Just saying. Wait, go ahead. No, you, you didn't hear the story about uh, Lonzo Ball yeah, going but why, on. Why, why, why did my future get ruined because the Lakers, of those shoes? The Lakers' future, man. Was a really good point guard. That's what I, I put part of it on it. I feel like part You're of the future, us trading him away, not him being the reason. No, no, I'm saying like okay. you said, you gave away the future. Yeah, he was part of the future, and part of the reason oh. he struggled was because of those terribly made shoes. So I'm just throwing a suggestion out there. I mean, what I'm getting for here is we shouldn't have gotten rid of D'Angelo Russell. We should have gotten well, rid of too. Swaggy P. Well, that too. So that's rough. Manchester United. That's rough. We thought Ole was the guy. He's not. I mean, you get straight down to hometown teams. We lost our best trade piece because he's a pedophile. Yeah. That's, so that, that, was, that, mean, was, that was brutal when I heard that. That like, came out of nowhere, too. And it then it makes Kyle Crick look like a sane person just from the clubhouse brawl. It's amazing. And then you, you wasn't it with him? Yeah, it was, yeah, a, it was a, a fight between the two. I've got a Crick jersey. Yeah. Um, and then you get to the Steelers, mm-hmm. who I'm not as upset with them yesterday. And we'll get into this because I, I have very venomous takes to give about people that want to put any kind of term on James Conner he's, right sa- he's saving a lot of energy right now to just throw the venomous takes out there. So so just bear with us for a bit. But anyways, Steelers, I thought they played extremely well, but we're still 0-3, and 0-3 is 0-3. Um, and then you get to – go ahead. We haven't started 0-4 since 2013, 
And that was the year that we lost game four in London against the Vikings. And I remember that game because that was the game that Le'Veon Bell came back from suspension. Yep. And we finished that year eight and eight. So Pitt's Pitt's still good. Oh man. Pitt is national champion. Yes. Of NCAA. I football. want that I want that Got shirt somehow. Somehow. Some oh, way. if only there was a way for you to put a shirt out there with something on it. I right? know. Kind of like the Victory Light shirt that uh Vo wore at the game that we went to. <laughs> well what I'm saying is why haven't you texted it to him to make it a shirt yet? Mm. I don't f- I let's okay. All right. The last place that my fandom is failing me is is right here at home. Right in thoughts on the bench. Aw. Why wouldn't you just, why wouldn't you put it on a shirt? I don't know. It's so, so little effort is needed. There's such little effort that you, that, that would have made that a shirt. Effort is not my middle name. Yeah. Oh, that's that's why. not what I'm saying though. I'm just throwing that out there. Is your middle name like Michael? No. No, but what I'm saying is all you have to do is text Vo and say, hey bud, I got a shirt idea. I just spent a whole day with him on Saturday. The last thing I want to do is text him. Okay, but then you come on here and you say, wouldn't it be cool if there was a shirt that said this? That's true. Just came up from my noggin right there. Just okay. then and there. All right, text Vo. Eventually. And then we got people, we got, like, it's not hard. It's not hard to, to promote the place that you are passionate about. There's guys that on, on the bench that are sharing the story because I'm quick, and I'm opinionated, and I will put shit on the Facebook and Instagram the second they happen. I have all the right notifications on that I made sure that I find out news as quickly as the average human possibly can. His thumbs are lightning quick right there. And we have people continuing to share those posts with worse captions <laughs> and just poo-poo content instead of ours that that's right for us. And it's I told the guy that did it, that he is the last person that will get in trouble for this type of thing because he always he always is for the brand, but I was like, man, it's such it's such a simple and it's a mentality thing. I get it. Like you didn't think to text. That's a mentality thing. Yeah, I get it. Man, just fandom down the drain. The cornhole team, only shining light. Mm-hmm. <sighs> so Pitt won. Damn right they did. Pitt against the national champion UCF Golden Knights? Yes. Is it Golden Knights? Okay. Golden Knights, yes. Um, Almost so blew it. There was a chance on, and I was I was getting, I was like, okay, when they were up, I think it was 21 nothing. Up 21 nothing. I almost bet down on UCF to win because the odds were crazy. And I was like, I feel like UCF is a good, like, I feel like this is going to be yeah. much closer. Like, I didn't know if they were, I was like, I feel like this. Eh. The fact that they're still ranked after this weekend says a lot about how people believe of them because i honestly thought they still ranked yeah they're still ranked i th- honestly thought that after they lost this weekend that they would have dropped completely out of the ap when do the ra- when do the ap people come out uh it always comes out sunday is it sunday okay yeah. i mean the real ranking doesn't officially come out until i think mid-october i think all right it's messing with the videos i'm just googling on my yeah. phone um just probably jump off the wi-fi uh yeah no so i mean pit beat ucf it was it was a legitimate like a legitimate talent. It was amazing. It was, yeah, it's insane. I was beyond thrilled. And I will, to this day, always promote the fact that I'm a season ticket holder. Was, get, I wasn't asked. Well, you got to go to Vo then on that no. one. No. Yes. So it, you can't say, 
What about my good friend Derek? Not when it's Pearl that's buying the tickets. Yeah, so. but he, you paid him back, right? Yes, I did. Okay, so that okay. All right, so uh, that game was completely worth my season ticket holder ship, and I will probably be renewing next year as well when Notre Dame comes here, and that oh, they're will be poop. Yeah, they are poop, but still, I would love to see Pitt they're beat tenth. Yeah, Notre Dame's poop. Mm. I don't see UCF. Oh, they're 22. 20, Formerly yeah. 15. Yeah, I can't believe they're still ranked, honestly. Yeah, I would have kicked them out of that. Yeah. Um, other surprises in there. Michigan's still ranked somehow. Yeah, Wisconsin I, put I a beating on do them. do not formally do this a lot. I was wrong. I was wrong because Shea Patterson is not good. Yeah, that's so sad to say. I want to start going through a Monday thing. I wrote this as a blog, and I'm going to drop the blog tomorrow. But I, I'd like to go through my... Um, my things we know after the weekend. Okay. Because last year, for one week, the my or the Tampa Bay Buccaneers with Ryan Fitzpatrick were the best team in the NFL. Mm-hmm. The next week, they lost by like seventy thousand points. So it's like in the NFL, and we'll get to this later. But in oh, the NFL, changes. it changes so quickly, so quickly. And I think college football is there. I mean, Penn State. I think they should be higher than twelve right now because Notre Dame's two and one, and Texas is three and one. Yeah. That's why, like, after the first month, it's still hard for me to tell who is a good team in the NFL because I still remember teams that went four and zero, four and zero, and didn't make the playoffs. I'm looking at you, Buffalo Bills. I okay. So here's the question: If Clemson, Alabama, Georgia, LSU, and Ohio State all go undefeated, yep, how do you tell one of those teams they're not in? <sighs> At, like Ohio State's fifth right now, and they put up 75 points over the weekend. Well, here's the thing that helps: Bama and LSU are in the same division, so they have to play. That's each a very other. good point. Yeah. And Georgia, right? Uh, no, Georgia's in the East. Oh, you're right. You're right. Okay, but so jo- that makes sense. Then. But Georgia would have to play winner of Bama LSU figuratively in the SEC, in the SEC title, SEC game, title game. So that does it there. Clemson would have to make a run through. Ohio State would have to make a run through, and then it would come down to, I guess. Oklahoma and Oklahoma is three and zero. Auburn's four and zero. I I'm with this. This who's the Auburn quarterback? Bo Bo Nix. I'm with him. Yo, I'm a Bo Nix fan. Yeah, he goes Dude's to balling. Goes into his first true road test against Texas A&M, and he doesn't. I think he went like twelve for twenty or something like that. Didn't do a lot, but he didn't have to. He just managed the game properly. I'm him. You're Bo Nix. Hmm. That is how awesome it is. <laughs> uh, some other teams I do want to bring up. Wisconsin smacked down this weekend. Holy crap. Jonathan Taylor has a very good chance to win the Heisman if he keeps up this pace, yeah, even though Jalen Hurts is probably the favorite. So you, you are very excited from a fantasy perspective because that's, I mean, it's kind of interesting for me because we watched the draft for two reasons, we, or three reasons. Mm. We watched the draft to see who the Steelers take. Yep. We watched the draft to see if our mock drafts are anywhere close. Yep. And we watched the draft for fantasy purposes. Yeah. You could tell a lot from how a player will do fantasy-wise based on the team that they go to. If a team absolutely needs this guy to perform well and you know he's going to be a feature point of the offense, you could think, all right, I know I need to prioritize him in fantasy. Saquon Barkley. You can also look at it from guys that go to just really bad situations and you want to stay as far away from them as possible. Josh Rosen. Mm-hmm. So it's really interesting to kind of look at it from that perspective. But, yes, there's a lot of guys that I could see, and you were a big proponent of this. This is a wide receiver receiver-heavy draft this year. Lamborghinis out there running mm-hmm. against Ford. I am very, like very excited to see where some of these guys go. Jerry Judy is not a prototypical receiver from Bama, but he's got speed to kill. And the guy from Colorado, who is your boy, the guy that Bleach Report said is... No who, clue on his name. Still my boy. It's like Lavinka Shedholt or something like that. One. Yeah, Lavinka Shedholt, who Bleach Report Who's said is... Who's the Colorado statewide receiver? No, Colorado. Fuck. 
<laughs> but he is basically he is basically what Bleach Report described as Julio Jones, but better. A Colorado wide receiver. That is, is scary to think that a guy LaVisca could be called that. Chenault Jr. Yep. My dude. That name is going to be repeated constantly in February and March. This so will be the DK Metcalf. Like, the, ooh, this guy's sparkly. Yeah, but like, this ooh. yeah, but this guy actually has production in college to back it up. On like, oh, DK. I know, but this guy's like, ooh, <laughs> he's so sparkly and shiny. I want that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but my question was, so say is um, who was the Wisconsin run? I'm so sorry, we were just talking about Jonathan Taylor. Taylor, thank you. I kept thinking of Swift from Georgia for some reason. Oh, it's okay. Jonathan Taylor. Oh, DeAndre Swift's good too, by the way. But Jonathan your boy Taylor. Etienne. Jonathan Taylor has the production <laughs> to back it up, but from a physical, prototypical running back perspective, Travis Etienne is the guy. I think... Really? It, After you just praised... Yeah, because... And it's splitting hairs. Clemson's very... offense is so weird. Like, Trevor Lawrence, in, in a weird way... Trevor Shout out Lawrence, to Pickett for beating him for ACC quarterback of the week. Yes, dude, very true. Trevor Lawrence is playing more like the quarterback that we saw him play against Pitt last year in the ACC title game than the guy that we saw torch Bama for four touchdowns in the national title game. It's really and good I take, don't actually. understand what the issue is. It's is not like they're... Is behind this? Or... Oh, it's behind it. Oh, it's okay. We should have just... Fuck! We should have just put a black towel up and no one would have... Oh, now it's black. We would have had yeah. to change it to white. Yeah. Let me cool. grab this beer. What? Oh, that would have been cool. Uh, okay. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Sorry for I the like people it. on the it podcast. <laughs> we just grabbed the handles of the beer. That is our new logo. Yeah. You were saying. No, like Trevor Lawrence, I don't understand what it is because it's not like Clemson went through a gauntlet of teams to go through. Like I think their toughest game was probably AM and they stomped them by thirty one. Like Tushy. Like I, I, I don't Tushy. I don't get it. Like Lawrence should honestly be doing damage to these guys and he is not showing much. Like I read an yeah. article that said that Justin Fields might be the top quarterback next year after before Trevor Lawrence. And you are a big Justin Field guy. So a little backstory here for everybody at home. I recently house sat for my parents. And if you've ever done like house sitting in general, I love. I will if you so, so there's a couple implications. I have to be able to have a car either from the people or from my parents that I can get there because right. obviously I don't have a car. Right. But dude, you go to a house. All you do is watch TV. You don't. I mean, you have to what? Let the dogs out, water some plants. Right. Every place that lets you house sit, I almost guarantee will say, do you need snacks or feel free to eat whatever's in the fridge? One of those two things. Because if it's a long vacation, the food in the fridge is going bad. If they give you snacks, you get snacks. That's actually a very valid point. (laughs) All you do is go to someone else's house, which feels like a staycation. You're on their couch. You watch their stuff. You check what they got on DVR. You're like, oh, what do you guys got recorded? Boom. Monsters Inc. Like sick. Then you get all the snacks you want because you tell them what you want. And guess what? They always recommend a local pizza place and nothing beats pizza. So boom, house sitting. Greatest thing ever. Wait, wait, time out. Your yeah. parents your parents legit had Monsters Inc. DVR'd. No, no, not my parents. Oh. Um, so I go home and I'm house sitting for my parents because they got a golden retriever and I buy a case of Bumblehead, which a 24 pack of Bumblehead was $18 back home. What? Bumbleberry, excuse me. Yeah. Bumbleberry from Fatheads. Amazing. My God, so, I need to go to Kiski more often then. No, Jeez. you don't. Just for the beer. We'll drive the whole way there for beer for the show. Yeah, literally. Um, I literally said, hey, man, can I get the Bumbleberry? And he said, huh? I was like, God, the purple <laughs> one. 
And like, I get it, because back home, that's not a thing. Oh, no, I know. Like, it, and it wasn't a discredit on this individual. I won't say right. where it was at. But he was like, the what? And I was like, oh, the, the fathead's purple one. And he was like, oh, he's like, people buy this. I'm like, I say, honestly, man, like, it's great. Like, I know that I'm not going to finish this whole case tonight. Right. Because it ain't Bud or Coors or Miller or Lion's Edge. No. Shout out Lion's Head. Yeah. Still, which, actually, I'm still... I Remember I sent them that email? I got to reach back out to Lion's Head. Yeah. Lion's Head, hear the roar. Roar. That was a good... Anyway, so we're house-sitting, and I'm eating all their food. Okay. And everything. And, um... Yeah, I don't remember what the story was. You were college football. Trevor college Lawrence. football. You said ju- I said Justin Fields. Like oh, you immediately went on the tangent. Yeah. Guys. Yeah. Yeah. So house sitting is rad, sick, dope. <laughs> I turn on Netflix because I'm just like, all right, let's see what's on. And I see that QB one show. Now, I'm, I'm a huge um, Last Chance U fan. Mm-hmm. Y'all inject it right into the veins. Good. The last time I watched QB one was when Jameis Winston was on it. He was on QB one. Uh, oh no! Sorry, this was the. You're okay. I didn't know that. I was thinking. I was thinking of Elite Eleven. My bad. My oh, bad. okay. My very bad. similar. No, very similar. My bad. Um, QB one had so Wake Forest current quarterback was on there. The backup at Ohio State was on this season, which was he was super annoying. What, he Tay was, Martell? Yeah. No, Real Mitchell. Oh, okay. Tay Martell's at Miami. Well, no. When you said backup, I thought you were talking about the last year. Oh no, no, no! Tay Martell was on QB one. Okay, yeah, which is why I hate him because I hate his dad. Mm. But so he was on the QB one the previous season. But and then there was a kid from PA, but I don't know where he went. Okay. But so there was the Wake Forest quarterback who was dope. There was Real Mitchell from Iowa State as their backup, who like he was annoying, but I'm also like this is a 17 year old kid. Like he's a great quarterback. He goes to an academy. Yeah. He can be a little annoying. Your your, your perception's kind of like made right there. Yeah, basically. I'm like I'm like okay, I get it now. Mm-hmm. Um, but then you have Justin Fields. So like, let me paint you a picture. Mm-hmm. All of these quarterbacks, like the Wake Forest guy, recently transferred schools to go to this school because he loved the head coach because he already committed to Wake Forest and they knew what he could do. So he left to go to the school that didn't win a game last year and took him to the playoffs. Amazing story. Mm-hmm. Real Mitchell was at this academy, and he was supposed to be the starter. And then he got beat out, who is next year's number – like, he's a five-star quarterback out of the same academy. Mm-hmm. And this dude is getting offers from – he's got an offer from Alabama. Wow. Like, this kid was unbelievable, and he took over halfway through. Okay. Justin Fields' dad is a cop. His mom, like, tends for the whole family. He's QB1. He doesn't – he doesn't – he just was the, the greatest kid. Like, he's one of those kids you're like, I want my kid to be like this. Yeah. He's very respectful. He loves his team. He's not, like, people were hitting him, and he was going up against the number two defensive end in the country. I forget who it was at the time, mm-hmm. but they were going up against each other. And they were in an interview, and Justin's like, Yeah, man, I just, you know, I know he's going to get to me once or twice, so I hope he, you know, doesn't destroy me. And the other guy was like, No, nah, I'll get to Justin. Like, he'll see how hard I can hit, but I won't hit him the whole way. Like, <laughs> I was like, Okay, I like that. Mm-hmm. This kid lit the state of Georgia up. The entire state. He was the number one quarterback. He they had was. him on ESPNU and everything. Yep. Dude lit the state up. And then he committed to Georgia. Now the problem there is Jake Fromm has a history of kicking butt as the quarterback of Georgia. Right. And you origi- just don't pull that. Right. It was originally Jacob Eason. Eason got injured. Jake Fromm took over. And Fromm basically revitalized the entire Georgia program at that point. And so. I love Fromm for that. Jake- I think Fromm is, Fromm is, Fromm is Baker-esque with uh, just a... Jake, just ready to Jake roll. Fromm is underappreciated, first off. I'm just going to... Be upfront. Jake Fromm deserves to be a top ten pick this year, and he is not going to get it. What? Yes. 
Yes. Jake Fromm deserves to be a top 10 pick. For what he's done in Georgia. Oh, so yes. not for how good he can play football right now. I, st- I think he can be a good quarterback in the NFL, to be fair. I really do. Yeah, but, I mean, okay. And there's a lot of quarterbacks. We'll wait, we'll wait till we get closer. Yeah. So, uh, Cristiano Ronaldo did not vote for Messi for FIFA Player of the Year. Ugh. Thanks. Um, so, anyways, no, Justin, he committed to Georgia, and it was all about that. And then you hear that he was the backup, and he's transferring. Right. And then you, you, you like, and this was all obviously off the show, but I remember the big push because I remember Tate from the show. So right. when Tate went down to Miami, they were like, this new kid's coming in. And it didn't click until we committed to Georgia. I'm like, this is that kid. Like, this is the, this is the Ohio State kid. Because mm-hmm. as you know, I'm Pitt, Ohio State fan at this point because I don't actually have a team, but I'm from Pittsburgh. And my fair. best friend went to Ohio State, which is the only big school I have a tie with except Penn State because you can all screw yourselves. Mm-hmm. But he went to Ohio State, and I'm like, this. I'm like, yo, I text Caleb. I'm like, this dude's gonna be great. Yeah, like he's going to be great. Mm-hmm. And they don't talk about him much. But he put up 74, 76 points this weekend. Like the dude is elite mm-hmm. in college. And yeah, you're like, well, Tantebo was elite in college. No, Justin Fields, the realest of dealest of deals. Yeah. I remember when the transfer happened because my immediate reaction was, and this was when Tate Martell was still there. Because yeah. I because I remember they interviewed Tate Martell at the bowl game he was at and asked about Justin Fields. He had no comment throughout the entire thing, and then he immediately transferred to Miami. I would too. Justin Fields is a beast. Yeah. That's the so, best quarter. I, I think he's better than Dwayne Haskins. I was very surprised that Justin Fields transferred, to be honest with you, only because I think what, what threw me off was that when he committed to Georgia, it's like he— He's from Georgia. Right. So but, it's, it's, yeah. but it's also like you should have known that you it was going to be really hard for you to try to get a starting job with Jake Fromm as the quarterback. I So I disagree for one reason. Okay. Fields is much better than Eason. Just that's fine. is better. That's fine. So that, that's been proven because I, of what, how Eason's been playing so far. Yeah. Yes. And I guarantee the coaching staff said, look, you're going to walk in and compete for the starting job right. against Jake. And I guarantee Fields said, I'm a better quarterback than Jake from. Mm-hmm. And he's from Georgia. So he's like, I'm going to Georgia. It's just down the road. Mm-hmm. There's something to be said about the guy that's in a program that the coaches that's my guy, and that's what Jake Fromm is at Georgia. So I agree with you to a sense, but like, if you're looking at pure quarterback, it's Fields all day. Mm-hmm. But then you tie in the team, and that he's a leader, right. and this and that. So I think it's it was a chance for him to try to win it, and he's proving right now he's one of the best quarterbacks in the country. Right. So like, I, I 100% agree with you, but I think for like the different reason. Do you I think, think he thinks he could have. Do you think Georgia coaches maybe thought that they knew he was better but didn't want to rock the boat? I think that they knew he was better – but there is a transition time between quarterbacks and wide receivers. Oh, absolutely. So it's 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 the Josh Dobbs jumping into a game in the middle of the week. There's that's there's a, a different yeah. timing. And obviously that's, you know, different, but there's a different timing between Fields and Fromm. So as a receiver, you don't want to rock the boat with them. You don't want to rock the boat with your offensive line, who like if you consider a quarterback like Aaron Rodgers who's dancing around the pocket, his line knows he's there. Right. A guy like Brent Hundley just couldn't survive in there because they didn't know what he was doing. Right. Why rock the boat? That's fair. No, and that's and that gives like an entire different mindset to it because honestly, like when Justin Fields transferred, my immediate reaction was was why he couldn't cut it type. That was my yeah. that was my initial thought because it was like okay, you, you come in, you couldn't beat out Jake Fromm instead of sitting out. It, I look at freshman quarterbacks kind of the same way that I do rookie quarterbacks in the NFL. I look at it as the best way to 
kind of go about yourself and make sure that you have the best chance to succeed is not play. Yeah. Now, Bo Nix is obviously proving that wrong, but it's only four games into the season. So. But it is four games into the season. It is four games into like, the season. It, it's, we're getting into the season. Yeah, we're, we're still early, but we we're are. in four games, and this dude is Bo Jackson at quarterback. That's fair, and he's beaten he's <laughs> he's beaten an, an SEC team, so I will give him credit for that. But more times than not, freshman quarterback. Is that a dig at Penn State? What do you mean? They did beat an SEC team. I mean that they did, yeah. Dig at Penn State. Sorry, Smalls. Yeah. So, no, they beat an SEC team. But <laughs> I, 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 more times than not, though, like freshman quarterbacks should not be this good to start. And I get it. Justin Fields was elite. But it's one of those things that, like, if you have the chance to, like, what is, like what is the harm in you kind of just, you know, staying behind a guy that is going to be an NFL quarterback and kind of just learning from the process, getting your body ready for when you've matured enough, and then kind of go with it? Because you only really, if you're good, get two years in college. Right. And at that point, if you don't showcase everything you have in those two years, you're nothing. That's very true. Your time in college is absolutely limited to the amount of time – and if you don't go to the league, they're like, well, why didn't, why is he still in college? Like, why, why, what's wrong with him? It's a double-edged sword almost. Yeah. Because it's, it's like, oh, he stayed till he's a senior. So, like, and who was, um, well, that's going to be the knock on Justin Herbert. Like, why didn't he come out early? Because he probably would have been taken before Daniel Jones, if you think about it. Yeah. I question how that would happen with him. But, I mean, mm-hmm. that's what I'm saying. There's a lot of quarterbacks coming out this year. Right. I'm very interested to see, because I, I get it. He's an amazing quarterback. I'm worried about the left hand of Tua. That's, I mean, it's just one of those things where, like, traditionally left-handed quarterbacks don't work out. Steve Young's the probably the biggest example. Yes. Yeah. Um, I can't think of many other lefty quarterbacks, to be honest with you. Who's the dude from the Raiders that tied his hand behind his back? Uh, it was the, the robot or whatever. He, the, his the dad, robo, his, the Robo QB. Oh, uh, Marinovich. Yeah, his dad tied his right hand behind his back, so he threw lefty or something like that. Oh, God. Cray, cray. If you thought Tay Martell's dad was crazy, Marinovich's dad was just a freaking nutcase. Yep. Different strokes for different folks, huh? <laughs> this is called good. the Yinzer alphabet because there's no A or B on it if you're curious, guys. I like, I like it. No more A, B. <laughs> That's so, great. Some guy once said, it'd be a lot better if you spelled it out on the shirt. I said you'd be a lot smarter if you didn't say stuff like that. By the way, I <laughs> yeah, I, I credit I will give credit to AB on this. The fact that he decided he the only thing I will give him credit for is that I cannot believe he decided the best thing to do for him was to go back to college. Antonio Brown is back at Central Michigan University, where he was teammates with JJ Watt before Watt left for Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. Fun fact: he uh, enrolled back in, and yeah, he's in English. So and communications, I or saw something like I, I marketing. Saw, I think yeah, it the was. fall schedule. It's like it's four classes. Like two of them are three hundred level. Two of them are two hundred level. So, what are the odds that he does his own homework? Oh God! Like on a scale of one to fifty, dude. Well, here's the thing. I'm curious about is that does he have enough funds to even afford tuition? This is Greg Malik, Antonio, if you're watching. I just want to bring that up. If you're listening, you can find him here every Thursday. <laughs> yeah, really. I don't know if you can afford tuition, man. Like, that's good, what, good, good luck filling out the FAFSA and all that fun but that's stuff. That's what someone was talking about. They were like, well, he's got enough money. I'm like, dude, he has like four mansions, private jet, a whole family, and other families maybe, possibly. That's what the reports are saying. The amount of debt that he's definitely run into, though. Oof. Like, 
it ain't good, bud. So mm-hmm. that's not a bad question to ask, but you can always take loans. Just out. saying. Um, <laughs> you can. Thank you, FAFSA. Yeah. Even though well, they no, come back to bite you, you in the ass later. Yeah, don't don't thank them, but thank mm-hmm. you. Um, so let's get into a little Steelers talk now that we're doing it. I'm surprised you didn't want to get into the rest of the league before we talk Steelers, just to no, kind of wait till the get end. get it out of the way. We're halfway through. Want to get out of the way? Okay. Um, I thought they looked good, Greg. I'm going to say it. I thought they looked great on defense. This yeah. was a brand new defense. Minka caused two turnovers. Watt had a fumble recovery. The, the 49ers looked like complete shit, and we still lost. Yeah. It is very rare that you have five turnovers and you still lose. It was an interesting point to bring up though is that the majority of those turnovers did take place in the forty in in the forty not in our side of the end zone. Yep. So literally we were working with a lot of grass to go with. Still terrible. Still terrible. Um I thought Mason looked comfortable. And that's Honestly, for me, the biggest thing for Mason Rudolph is to look comfortable. I think he still looked a little giddy in the first half, to be honest with you. But I think that was just a little bit of nerves with him when he got. Yeah, yeah. It's when not, he, it's not. Oh shit, I'm here, nerves. Right. It's like, all right, I'm in the NFL. I, I can do this, but like, I'm gonna miss a pass or two. Right. It wasn't like, oh my god, oh my god, here comes mm-hmm. DeForest Buckner. <laughs> no, he did okay. Yeah, I think. I think what, what was tricky about San Francisco is that they have a deep defensive line, so they rotate a lot. Yeah, so, so therefore. Annoying. There's a lot of fresh bodies coming at him, so it's kind of you got to manage with what you can. I think the offensive line did not. Shit. Yeah, they did not look Shit. good. This is an offensive line that has some of the best talent in the NFL right there. And Slow Pound just, said they couldn't block me on Twitter. Friend of the show, Slow Pound. Damn. They could not block me on Twitter. That, that's scary to think about. I thought I could do a swim move on that. There were a lot of times watching Ben play the first two games, he had time in the pocket. It's not like this offensive line is garbage or anything. Like, he had time in the pocket. And then looking at it, too, like, I look at the rest of this offense. Not having Rosie Nix really is hurting the run game. You you texted that. It, and it, I didn't think about that till you texted yeah me. that was, a, that was that. like think about it the majority of the times really that good. james connor has been running he's been single back formation <laughs> he's had no lead blocker to help him going to it and rosie is honestly the unsung hero of the offense he was the main guy that opened up all those holes for Le'Veon bell he helped with james connor when connor first started so yep. not having a lead blocker to help him has really has stunted the it. sexiest name in the nfl roosevelt Knicks. like i feel like that's super sexy yeah kind of like is. Roosevelt Nix, like, ooh. Yeah. Tell me about yourself. His first name is so much longer than his last name. Mm-hmm. It, it's intriguing. Wow. Yeah. It, yeah, makes, it, makes, you, yeah. it, it makes you want to learn more about him. Yeah. And you're like, oh, he's a fullback, but his name is Roosevelt Nix. Yeah. I like it. And and fullbacks aren't, aren't a sexy position. Um, it's not. But he I'd argue they're it. the sexiest. <laughs> what, Kyle Juszczyk? Because Kyle you, Juszczyk Kyle roasted Juszczyk. Terrell Edmonds. Yeah. And honestly, Steve Barron. He mossed Barron. Mike Mark Barron. You said Steve Barron. I said. You said Steve Barron. I think Greg's drunk, guys. <laughs> no, I can buy him and Steven Nelson. All right. Um, no, I, I don't want to talk too much about it, but yeah. here's what it comes down to for me. All I know well, is that you could tell that the Niners knew how to f- utilize the fullback plenty because they rushed for about 280 rushing yards. Our rush defense sucks, which is what I was going to say, mm-hmm. and so I'm glad you said what you said because I was going to say that. Yeah. We agree. Mm-hmm. Rush defense sucks. Our secondary looks brand new in my opinion. I, I And by brand new, it's not there yet. Yeah. But we had interception. Yeah. Which is in. Same. I cannot remember the last time we had multiple turnovers in a game. I can't. I thought Bud Dupree still looked like he had no idea how to play football. Mm-hmm. 
I hate my jersey. It's and I like Bud and I like you a lot, Mister Dupree. But oh my God, you are too good at running, so you run past the running back. I you are so athletic, you are too fast. It's ridiculous. You almost shouldn't even be an outside linebacker at that point. You honestly should be rushing up the middle. I would, I would try him at d- defensive line and or middle linebacker to rush. Wouldn't be a bad idea. Uh, I think I'd De- put him at safety at this point. I think Devin Bush is still learning how to play middle linebacker. Which it's improving each week. It is. But, I mean, you, you go up against an all-pro tight end and George Kittle, I mean, you were going to yeah. look stupid. It's just, it, it's we played so much zone, and it just looked ugly. Yeah. And I get it. But they don't have a receiver that terrifies me. Like, Debo looked very good. Debo but, had so many good moments. But they don't have a team. Like, they didn't have a weapon outside of Kittle that really made me go, mm-hmm. shit. And I think it's just they were well coached and in the right formations to be able to succeed. Yeah. All right. So let's get to this James Conner thing. Mm-hmm. So I, dude, okay. First off, I had a guy say, I suppose James Conner had a good year last year. He was an all-pro running back. Mm-hmm. He was one of the best in the league. That is absurd to even consider him not to be a great right now. And, and what we come down to, it is week three. It is. We always start like shit. We always have. But yeah, we took a big hit when Munchak left. We just did. We did. That is just flat out what happened. But guess what? There are no lanes open. I, I There's just nothing. James Conner, even if he is an issue... Is issue number thirty-seven right. on a list of issues we have? And I and I'm shut a, up. Honestly, I am a big believer that when Nick's gets healthy and is actually able to be a lead blocker for Connor, I think the run game will but be much Greg, better. But Greg, Benny Snell Jr. had a bunch of rushing yards in college. Shut up. Yeah, James Connor is a good run. I hate hate how this city will just turn on people. Oh well, he not he. The only person we can all turn on and it's okay is Dante Moncrief. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Get him out of here. Yeah. Like, Dante Moncrief just literally caused an interception to happen. It was all on him at that point. And I am very, very proud of the fact that the Steelers were willing to give Deontay Johnson a chance. Oh, to how start. good was he? He looked good. How good was he? I think he needs. He still needs a little more refinement because he's definitely a rookie. He's not, like, there yet, but my he God. so good. That deep pass that he, oof. I oh. formally believe that if Johnson was in in those situations with Moncrief, we're at least one and two. I think the first two games, he didn't really get as many looks as he should, obviously, because Moncrief started over him. But that 49ers game, he looked very good. I think yeah. I would be very intrigued to see how he goes the rest of the way as the starter because I think he's going to be relied on a lot more. Very excited. The thing is, the, the, the issue I have with most people, too, this Minka thing. Minka Fitzpatrick is one of the best players in the league at his position mm-hmm. and is on a rookie deal. You're telling me, still on rookie deals, Yeah, are Watt, I believe Bud Dupree. Yes. Devin Bush. Yep. Artie Burns, technically. Technically. Edmonds. Yep. And Minka. Yep. And people are still furious that we gave up a, oh, well, and and Mason. And Javon Hargrave. And Javon Hargrave. And Juju. And Juju. And Connor. And Connor. And Benny Snell Jr. And Jalen Smith. Yep. The problem that I have with everybody crying about this is, what did you want with that pick? Name the player in college you wanted with that pick. Well, that's not our... Okay, I get that. It's not your job. I got to understand. Oh, so you think we were going to, like... And the only... The, the literally only thing you could say is that we were going to get a top three pick and trade back. But I w- there is not a player in this draft that can touch Mika Fitzpatrick. 
That's very fair. That honestly is. I, I can't think of anyone else. I mean, we've we've touched on this before. This draft, excuse me, um, if you look at it, it's wide receiver heavy. It's quarterback heavy. Line heavy. It's tackle heavy. But defense-wise, I mean. There's one guy out of LSU, and I can't think of his name. Grant Delpit. Thank you. Mm-hmm. And no one else is really being spoke about in the secondary. Yeah. And I get it because you're like, well, we could have traded back to a team that wants a quarterback, mm-hmm. and we could have collected a bunch of assets for the future. The Steelers had a first-round grade on Mason. 90% of the city was screaming for Mason to get a chance after the Patriots game, I feel like. Yeah. Granted, one, we didn't actually collect all the data for that mm-hmm. one. Two, I feel like people were just saying that, but they realized what Ben is. I, I, I just don't understand why a guy that we had a first-round grade on, we drafted in the third round, that everyone was mad because we could have got a guy that could help for the future, who is now the starting quarterback of a team that is severely young. Right. Why is why why do we think that first round pick is going to be a quarterback? Like why right. would you even assume that? The Pittsburgh Steelers don't traditionally draft guys we all think they should draft. No, they're very very set in their ways. Even though even if you want to say the fact that this is a different regime by the fact that they actually traded a first round pick and they decided to go for a guy and they traded up to get Devin Bush. This is clearly Art Rooney's team Sorry, by the way. Ben. This is clearly Art Rooney's team. He's doing things a lot different than Dan Rooney, but in the end, though, yeah, and you brought that up, which was a really good take. But in the end, though, the Steeler way is the Steeler way. Even if they do maybe one or two things a little different, and by the way, they also went out and did got free agents. Although only one of them actually looks very well. Steven Nelson, top five cornerback in the league right now, which is data it's scary to look at. But they are doing things a little bit differently. But regardless of the fact, they're still going to keep things the Steeler way. I mean, they could maybe plug and play some guys. They can go up and be a little aggressive for talent that they want. But in the end, though. Things are going to be the standard. I mean, you're not going to see... Well, the standard is the standard. That's true. But I will be... The only way that I will know that the Steeler way is officially dead is if they actually negotiate a contract extension during the season. If we win a which will not happen. Not happen whatsoever. And by the way, thank God for getting Minka Fitzpatrick because otherwise we'd be dealing with Sean Davis again next year. You're welcome, Pittsburgh. Yeah, because Sean Davis, we weren't going to resign him. And now we have the perfect replacement who actually did something that Sean Davis didn't do. And I will say this. We have Minka that first game instead of Cam Kelly. Not that crazy of a game because if you think about it, two of the touchdowns were on his side on deep balls. Not to say Cam Kelly isn't horrible because I do think he's a good developmental guy. But at the same time, though, better to have someone. I I mean, would you rather develop Cam Kelly or Marcus Allen? Probably Marcus Allen just because they drafted him. I mean, that's my point with Cam Kelly. It's not a, it's not a negative to him. No, I think no, he's probably it's not. talented, but like we draft guys for a reason. We draft Lane, we draft Sutton, we draft Allen. We draft these guys for a reason. I just think that we should follow through with those freaking reasons. That's and not fair. Bringing guys. At least Allen's still in the practice squad, so there's still some development. But I, I agree uh, with you. I agree with you though. Thank you. Yeah. All right. I, well, I don't want to talk about him anymore. Um, All right. Let's I get do into some let's get into some other NFL action. Wanna so. talk about the other game that I watched in full, which was the uh, Chiefs. Baltimore Ravens. Ooh. Lamar Jackson didn't put up any scoring touchdowns, but that rushing touchdown. That yeah, that's was fair. insane. Mm-hmm. That's fair. Uh, that game was fun. I didn't know that Lamar Jackson was the guy. It was in like a purple striped jersey, and he ran to the end. He was running to the end zone in high school, and he stopped, and a guy dove in front of him. He put his arms up and walked in. Yeah, I remember you showed yeah, me that. Yeah, I could not believe that was him, but guess what? He basically did the same thing. Mm-hmm. It was insane and absurd. Now, looking at this game, though, um, 
I, something that really surprised me, the Chiefs' defense actually looks better than it did last really year. Really good. Yeah. And, I mean, yes, they gave up 28 points or something. Rushing yards were a huge factor. Though. Yeah, but at the same time, though, it, it is impressive to look at Andy Reid and say that you saw the clear weakness on this team and actually did a good job of trying to coach it up and do yeah. something with it. So I, if the Chiefs' defense can hold tight – like they've done the last three games, this team is going to be dangerous. Yeah, 100%. If their defense was good, they would have won a Super Bowl last year is what everyone was saying. And mm-hmm. guess what? This is their year, I think. Yeah. And talk about the depth. After on, the Patriots. And talk about the depth that they have on offense, by the way. Mikko Harmon, Sammy Watkins, uh, Darrell Williams, who took over for LaShawn McCoy after he re-injured his ankle. Like Robinson? Oh, yeah, Demarcus Robinson. I mean – my God, they just have burners on this team. And that, Kelsey. That Patrick Mahomes just has so much fun playing with. I mean. <laughs> Give me someone. I want to go fast, Ricky Bobby. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Ugh, it's annoying. Mm-hmm. Patty Mahomes, I, I will give forever credit to you. You were Hi. right. You were right about Patty. Thank I, you. I had doubts, but Andy Reid just knew what the hell he was doing. I looked at Greg, and this will be my, my, my stake in the ground. I said he'll have the best career out of anyone in this draft. And it was Deshaun Watson, which Deshaun Watson looks like he's going to get killed every single week because that O-line's horrible. What do you horrible. mean it's Deshaun Watson? I thought it was going to be Deshaun Watson. Oh, I'm sorry. I got you. I, I was like, no, is that about that? No, no. I thought um, it was going to be yeah. Deshaun Watson until I keep saying how horrible that the Texans do blocking. Although they did win. They did win. They did win. Um, I didn't really – I watched a little bit of Red Zone. I didn't really watch too many other games Sunday just because I was at uh, my friend's house enjoying it but um i i do just want to touch quickly on the simple fact that buffalo <laughs> is undefeated did you see bill's mafia apparently discovered fireworks oh, uh, barstool posted something because they were taking the video and it was like they sent it to barstool and the guy the first text back from barstool was oh my god is that dude okay and the second text back was how to verify the account so they could use the video right like it was so good. Did you see the that response? That was like, are you? Yeah, he said, oh, we're 3-0. He'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Oof. Bill's Mafia, man. I will give them credit. They are some. Something, yeah. They are some passionate fools up there. Yep. They're fools, but they are passionate. Josh Allen looks so good. He's not a guy that's going to put up ridiculous numbers, but yep. he's a guy that's going to do everything he can to win a football game. And that's I think he's some, going to put up ridiculous numbers. And that's some career. and that's something that's been severely missing in Buffalo. Yep. They've never had a guy that will go just balls to the walls to try to do everything he can to win. I mean, Nate game. Peterman, Nate Peterman did. Yeah, and threw five interceptions. Yeah, so. that didn't go well. <laughs> Josh Allen threw like four interceptions in their first game, and they still won against the Jets because the Jets are trash. Yeah. Ugh. Talk about the Jets, by the way. How about the fact that they actually put up? They did something against the Patriots. They. Got turnovers. Yeah. They scored on defense. The I mean, one defensive one was was okay. It was good, but then I, I don't know. Uh, they did okay, but at the end of the day, it really like if you think about it, it's like thirty to seven. Yeah, it was thirty to fourteen, but that defensive touchdown was a little wonky. The, the, the worst thing that could have happened to them was losing Sam Darnold. I think Darnold would have at least put up, Darnold would have at least put up a fight. But my God, like the Falk just ain't cutting it. Nope, Falk is not cutting it. That's the second. Washington State quarterback in the NFL, which is amazing yeah. to think about. And let's talk about the first one. 
Gardner Minshew. The GOAT. My God. I am never picking a Thursday night football game ever again. I'm never picking against Gardner Minshew. I'm either. never picking against Gardner Minshew either. But my God, every single oh, Thursday gee. night game I've been wrong on, and Minshew has delivered. Jacksonville's defense coming through in the clutch, too, with nine sacks. Yeah. they. I mean, that Saxonville's back, and they. Uh, Jalen Ramsey sat out today, called the team on Sunday night, and said, hey, I got the flu. I'm not coming in. And then hung up. Mm. Um, basically, mm. he is the standoff is happening right now. He wants out, which it, it seemed to be more about his respect than the team itself because he said they said things about me that uh, I'm just not dealing with. Wait, uh, who said things about him? Like Jacksonville, like fans? The coaches. And, oh, the coaches. Yeah, he okay. said in a meeting the coaches were saying things about his gameplay and what, like he fighting with Doug Marone and saying that if he would follow their, you know, if he would follow their stuff, that they'd be good. And so he said, all right, I'm out. Like, I'm just done. Yeah, you know what? The, it makes sense, too, because this is a team that was built by Tom Coughlin, and Coughlin's not necessarily a guy that likes dealing with personalities. Yep. Like, I, I, he did not mesh well with OBJ in, I mean, he didn't, in New York. He didn't mesh well with Leonard Fournette for the Jags. Yeah, like that's he, true. You know what I mean? Leonard Fournette has not done crap this season, nope. which is mind-boggling. Mind-boggling. Why is that? Because this is a guy that... You would have thought it was a man amongst boys when he was... He was go- taken before McCaffrey. He was taken before McCaffrey. This is a guy that at LSU was heralded as the next guy. Just the next guy. First season yep. in Jacksonville, he put up great numbers. Like, they stacked the... Teams would stack the box, and he would yep. still put up ridiculous yardage. But last year, just got lazy. Lots of injuries. Yep. This year, we all thought that he was going to come a little better, come a little refreshed. He was healthy. Hasn't done shit the first three games, which is Looked crazy because you would think that Minshew would rely on him a lot to kind of ease the burden of being the starting quarterback moving forward. Well, not even Minshew, the offense. Like, the, the offense should rely on him. Yeah. It's very it, simple. It's crazy to think about. Um, I do also want to touch on the simple fact that I'm a genius, if you were curious. Oh, okay. Why At you genius? 12.50, around like 12.30, I put in, I was like, you know, Brandon Cooks, it's a, it's a night game. Goff's bad. It's against the Browns. They have two good corners, even though they might not play. They're banged up. Mm-hmm. So I removed Brandon Cooks from my lineup and put in Calvin Ridley. Okay. At 12.59, I said, don't be an idiot. And I swapped him back, and Cooks went off for 20-plus points, and Calvin Ridley had one catch for six yards. (laughs) It uh, was one of the better calls in my life. Yeah, damn. I mean, especially after the loss you had last week, you needed to bounce back. I'm also, I think, I lost this week too, so. Oh, sorry, man. That, that team sucks. My TFTB. I mean, I, I'm literally undefeated this week except for Thoughts on the Bench. I won five of my leagues out of six. I, I'm going to go undefeated this week too. I won my three, so I'm, I'm quite happy. And newsflash for in case people were curious, I'm dropping 200 in the TFTB league, so he I'm is. quite proud of myself. Very impressive. Not so much the money ball mentality, which isn't doing Josh that well, but no. it's there. Yeah. Um, I think I'm going to go to the cornhole game tomorrow. Really? Yeah, I don't know why not. Because I normally go to pick up soccer, and I probably should go because we're going to Vegas this weekend. But the cornhole team was talking about Cap not being there last week, and they always they always poke fun even though they don't. They were they were shit. they were pretty down on in the video with Cap not there. I did see that. I didn't watch the full video yet. I started watching it and then had something to do at work, and that was at like four when it dropped. Um, yeah. So I'll probably go. I might I might record my own video. We'll see what happens. <laughs> so uh, I'll be there. Maybe I'll invite somebody. I'll see what Fisher's doing. Fisher will go. Yeah, that'll be fun. Yeah, we'll figure it out. Yeah. Um, then again, I, I am off Wednesday, so. You want to go? Yeah, you know what? I'll go. Awesome. I yeah. think they played 8.30. Okay. So I won't tell Josh we're gone. We'll just go. I like it. Normally, you don't like to do shit, Greg. I don't want you to think that I thought of Fisher before you, but you normally don't like doing shit. Yeah, but I, I'm off the next day, yeah, so. what are you doing Wednesday? 
I, I got to work the Pens game, so I just oh, don't yeah, want. Right. I, I don't want to go into work. So that makes kinda, sense. Yeah, Pens. Yeah, it's Chris. it's it's legit the only weekday game I'm working until night before Thanksgiving. So it doesn't bobble. Mm. Um. Okay. Yeah, we'll go to Cornhole tomorrow. I like it. Nice little date. Exactly. Uh, yeah, I'm going to Vegas this weekend, so hopefully I don't die. You going to drop some money down somewhere? Or? I actually have been pretty good about saving money, so I got some money saved up for the trip. Uh, Keith, who is Kaylee's stepsister's boyfriend, is a professional poker player. I don't want to do that. Yeah. But I do. We might go gamble on some sports. Uh, the first game that we ever did... The over was set at 64 for Texas Tech against Baylor, I think it was. <laughs> and they were at 63 at halftime. Damn. So it was a pretty good pick. Mm-hmm. Uh, this past weekend, not well, two weekends ago, I didn't do so hot. I took Syracuse against Clemson at 27 and a half, and they won by 30. Damn. Which was so crazy. And then I took the over on Pitt Penn State, and then it started raining. Yeah. So, Disaster right there for you. Wasn't, uh, wasn't good. Mm-mm. But whatever. This past weekend, I didn't bet. Just didn't want to. I wanted to save up to go to Vegas and bet. That's completely fair. But this weekend, I like a lot of games, man. But uh, let's get down to one thing. Who's your lock in the NFL to win this week, Greg? To win this week? I don't even know the schedule. Let's um, stick that out. Yeah. For week four. Ooh. So, NFL, NFL week four. I don't want to do a cop-out and say the Steelers because I really do think the Steelers are going to get their first win against Cincy at home on Monday night. I mean, I don't think it's a cop out at I, all. I think I after like, the way they've been playing, that's not I, a cop I feel out. like I feel like it's a cop out just because I cannot see them losing this game. But let, let's run through the schedule just to get an idea. Eagles, Packers. Oh, that's tough. Redskins, Giants. Mm. Chiefs, Lions. The Lions are undefeated, so I'm not picking that one. That'd be interesting. Titans, Falcons. That's going to be the worst game ever. Yeah. Browns, Ravens. I'm taking Ravens. Raiders, Colts. Okay. Patriots, Bills. Oh God. <laughs> Panthers, Texans. Chargers, Dolphins. Bucks, Rams, Seahawks, Cardinals, Vikings, Bears, Jaguars, Broncos, Cowboys, Saints, Bengals, Steelers. Personally, for me, I'm super excited about Cowboys, Saints. If I had to pick like a lock, 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 yes, it would be Chargers over the Dolphins. Yeah, and that's who I'm going to pick in Big Dave's league. Yeah, I kind of agree with you. Oh, this was you trying to figure out who to pick in. Uh... No, I just thought about it right now. I forgot. It. I hope that I set Dallas as my team last week. I didn't even think about it. Mm. Uh, I did. Yeah, looking at this. So I'm still alive. You're still alive? How many people left, by the way? I'm actually Let's curious look. about that. Um, so looking at this, my Even lock, 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 lock. Wow, yeah, I'm still I wish, alive. I go, wish baby. I could say Texans, but like after seeing Kyle Allen throw four touchdowns against. Yeah, he looked good. Oh, my God. I remember, oh. I remember him in college. I think he was at Texas A&M. He was a top recruit, and then he just went away after a while. I think he transferred to Houston. I could be wrong. Oh, my God. Someone picked Atlanta over Indianapolis. Uh, A lot of people picked Buffalo over Cincinnati. A lot of people. I picked Dallas over Miami. Oh, my gosh, the Dallas over Miami picks. Yeah. Uh, And then some people picked Denver or uh, Minnesota. Some people picked Green Bay, and some people picked the Rams. I think my lock, 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 lock is probably going to be the Rams and Buccaneers. How is Chris Winters in this? Hmm. I know some of these people. Yeah, I, I think Rams and Buccaneers are pro- is probably my lock, lock, lock to go with the Rams, I'm guessing. That's a good one. So you can't pick the same team twice. I you picked cannot. week one. I forget who I picked. Uh, I picked uh, Eagles yeah. over Redskins. Week two, I picked... Uh, Was it Ravens? No, I think I picked... 
Well, who did I pick this week? No, I was the it, Cowboys. It, so it was the Patriots week. Yeah, too. yeah, because they were playing the the Dolphins. Yeah, yeah, and I was like, look, let's just get through the year. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't. There's no better lock for the Patriots than against the yeah. Dolphins. Which, by the way, shout out to Big Dave because apparently he got a lot of people in this survivor pool to the point that he might be able to throw a thousand to the winner. Yeah, there's 43 remaining. Yeah, it's impressive. I was not one of them because I bought into yeah, the you hype. you dropped out week one. I bought into Which the hype. Which isn't even the hype. You just... I bought into the hype, man. Third straight year, I I have been eliminated from, from the pool. I'm so mad at myself. Yeah, but I don't even say that, that that's... Uh, whatever. What oh, I got I can't make my pick. Yeah, oh, yeah. You got to wait till all the Monday Night game's done. But yeah, I think I'm going uh going Dallas over Dolphins. Or no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Chargers over Dolphins. Chargers over Dolphins. Yeah, that's fair. I think the Chargers really need to bounce back after that game against the Texans. Man, if the Chargers don't win that game, they should just quit. Yeah. I seriously, I, I might need to consider putting Kenyon Drake in because I really don't think that that Chargers rush defense is necessarily the best. Yeah, we'll figure it out. Yeah, always do. Uh, what else, Greg? What else do you want to touch on? Well, I we feel like we down? haven't touched on the the craziest story of the NFL weekend, and that is Danny Dimes. Oh, Danny Ooh, Dimes. Danny Dimes. The worst draft pick in NFL history who turned out to be good at football yeah the draft pick that made me laugh my ass off with more head in my house so yeah, dude that uh i am like i'm dumb 360 yards four touchdowns two in the air two on the ground yeah he looked like a stallion i bear Stud. bear in mind this was against the buccaneers so. yeah but it was his first game that is very true like and it was a comeback they were done by like 14 or something without saquon barkley Jeez. Which was impressive because he basically was the entire offense. He's good for my fantasy, I'll tell you that much. Mm-hmm. Sterling Shepard finally has someone to throw the ball to him. He's clearly the number one receiver there. And Golden Tate's coming back after week four. Ooh, that's something I wasn't even thinking about. That's yep. a nice new weapon so to have. So Golden Tate, Evan Ingram, Sterling Shepard, and then whenever Saquon gets back. But probably wait Goldman until the time. Yeah, you would probably wait until, I'm assuming Saquon won't be back until. I said five weeks. Five weeks? Yeah, four is like the minimum, so I'd say like another week to kind of like get his bearings right, and then yeah, yep. five weeks to spare. My whole thing about it was like they're not going to rush back their franchise player. No, because this year no. I think this year is a crapshoot for them. Right, because that O line is still not great. I think they've made strides, but it's still got yep. some work to do. Danny Dimes, though, man, he went off. I is mean, it, credit to him. How great is that nickname, by the way? It's a great nickname. Yeah, I don't know who came up with it, but. God bless them, because that's probably going to go viral in New York, and there's going to be some branding all over the place now for that. Danny Dimes. Mm-hmm. No, he played amazing. Mm-hmm. So, I one of the last things I would like to touch on. Yeah, the, last thing. What do we the got? The craziest college football game mm. I have ever heard of in my life. It's insane to me. Washington State, first off, I believe, had a 45-17 to 17 lead over UCLA. Yep. The, the fighting Chip Kellys, <laughs> by the way, who have been absolutely god-awful since he's been there. Just not great whatsoever. UCLA somehow was able to come back and win the game. I believe it was 66-63. to 63. Freaking insane, dude. Yeah. And let's, and let's bring this up, too. Washington State's starting quarterback had nine touchdowns. It's nine more touchdowns than Big Ben had this week. That's scary. He had nine touchdowns, and they still lost. And uh, I didn't realize this either, but apparently uh, UCLA's quarterback, uh, Dorian Thompson Robinson, I believe, Mm -hmm. who I believe announcers nicknamed DTR, which is a good name. Crash Team Racing, but with a D. Yeah, 
507 passing yards and five touchdowns. It's insane. You would think that'd be one of the best performances you've ever seen from college football, unless you're playing against a guy who threw nine touchdown passes. College defenses are a joke. Especially in the Pac-12, apparently. Unless you're Cal, because I guess Cal, apparently, their whole thing is defense, and it got them to number 15 in the country. So bravo to Cal. Wow. But shame on, shame on Washington State. You had a nine-touchdown quarterback performance. Yeah. You had, Your you had, defense needs to talk. Into you it. had Gardner Minshew in attendance wearing jorts and repping Amazing the Washington jorts. State flag with pride, and God, you could not win for him. He is, he is the great value Baker Mayfield, and he's performing way better than him right now. Yeah. You oh, had, I love Gardner. The fighting Chip Kelly's just steamrolled over you, and you should be ashamed of yourself because Chip Kelly's on his last leg. He should not be continuing what he is doing. Don't hate that. None whatsoever. Don't hate that take. All right. Let's shut the show down, Greg. Great podcast episode. That was fun. One of your better ones. Thank you. Appreciate um, it. The show this Thursday, we'll figure something out. Um, I Maybe I'll do a show in Vegas or something. I think that'd be um, entertaining for the viewers at home. Yeah, I'll do something. We'll figure it out. I'm T- good at figuring it out. TBD on location from, uh, you know what, do you know where, uh, you know where we're staying yet? Just Vegas. Just Vegas? Yeah. It's okay. Good. We'll figure it out. All right. Thank you guys so much for tuning in and listening. <laughs> we'll catch you uh, hopefully Thursday, if not next week, but we'll talk to you soon. Don't lose all your money in Vegas, man. Good luck. Hey, no, 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 no